helping you to weather good and bad economies without putting retirement on hold. This is the Tumalo Financial Podcast with Ken and Nick Tumalo. Ken and his son Nick know that creating a comprehensive financial plan can align your hard-earned life savings with your retirement goals. Consider them your retirement architects. Now, the Tumalo Financial Podcast with Ken and Nick Tumalo. I know it's hard to believe, we talk about this every show, how fast that this year is flying. We're already in the final quarter of the year. So I want to cover the financial boxes that we need to check off. Morningstar's Christine Benz says one is to try and max out your 401k contributions. For someone over 50, that can total up to $30,000 in 2023. Take a listen to Christine Benz. So if you're the type of person who just kind of has your 401 plan contributions on autopilot, you don't revisit them frequently, Take a look at that. If you can supersize your contribution, then you may be able to increase those contributions and get that full amount in. So check up on your retirement plan contributions. You have a little bit more leeway with respect to IRA and health savings account contributions. You actually have until your tax filing deadline, mm-hmm. mid-April 2024 to get those in. So Nick, Christine covered the contributions. What else would you like clients at Tumlo Financial to check off before the year is out? Yeah, there's a few things that we look at and contributions is one of them because we have some younger clients. Most of our clients are 55 and older, but some of them, they're 55 and older, they're still working. So looking at maxing out those 401k contributions or putting as much as you can before the end of the year, one helps your taxes now and it could possibly help your taxes later depending on how your retirement accounts are set up. So two other things that we kind of like to look at as a firm, and this is one of the things that we start looking at. Uh, Ken came to my office actually yesterday and he goes, Nick, get ready to do some RMDs and Roth conversion uh, strategies for our clients. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> uh, I love doing them. It, it's a lot of work in October and November doing it, but you see the angle when you build these things out. So I'll go over the first one, what I just brought up, Roth conversions. We like to do that at the end of the year, and it's because you don't want to strap your client there in the beginning of the year doing these things. Because if you do a Roth conversion in the beginning of the year, and usually when we're doing it, you're looking at tax code. So you're trying to stay in the 12%, 22% tax bracket, depending on where you fall, and you're doing partial Roth conversions. You don't want to do a full Roth conversion with your whole tax deferred account, because if you do, it looks like income and you increase your taxes and you increase your um, Medicare premiums too. So that's a huge thing that you want to look at. You want to evaluate every possible thing because people forget Medicare is actually based on income too. So when we build these Roth conversions, what we're looking at doing is moving money from your tax deferred account. So that's IRA, 401k, 457, 403bs into a Roth. And why we do it at the end of the year, like I said, you don't want to strap your client. They decide, oh, you know what? I'm going to go on an extra vacation this year. Oh, something big comes up. Uh, Washer breaks, refrigerator breaks. Just had that happen to me. So you don't want to strap your client where you're like, okay, now I have to pull extra money out of here. Now I have to go up the next tax bracket or, oh, I was actually close to that Medicare premium. And now I'm paying extra on Medicare premiums for this year and probably the following year. So you want to look at these things when you're building them out. So like when Ken and I do this for our clients, 
we build out two plans actually. We do it one with a Roth conversion, one without, and then we show the client the benefit. So when they see it in front of them and we build out two plans doing a Roth conversion versus not doing a Roth conversion, it makes it easier to make the decision when you see the numbers in front of you. So um, that's one of the big things that Ken and I are starting to do actually very soon. Another thing you wanna make sure to do is check your RMDs, your required minimum distributions. This is for yourself if you're over 73 years old or it's for even anyone that has a beneficiary IRA. And there's different rules on the beneficiary IRA and you wanna make sure with your advisor if you're doing it correctly because there's the old rules where you have to take and this is if your family member or that account was pre-2019 then you actually have to take a RMD out each year on an inherited IRA. If your family member passed away 2020 and on, you can actually wait 10 years before you take the RMD, but you have to take it out within 10 years. So if you wait till the 10th year, you might be taking it all out at once, or you separate and you take it out, a portion out each year for 10 years. So you can you actually have some sort of flexibility where you don't have to take it out each year, but you have to take it out within 10 years. So you wanna look at these things, you wanna evaluate these things. It's really coming off one, the tax code, and two, making sure you're doing the required thing because if you're over 73 on your own tax deferred accounts, you gotta make sure to take those RMDs because the penalty, I know they lowered it this year. They lowered it from 50% to 25%, but 25% is still a hefty price. Think about it. Someone that has a million dollars that turns 73, I think it ends up about a little over $35,000 you have to take out for an RMD. You think about $35,000, if I forget to take it out and the IRS doesn't feel like being nice and they're saying too bad, you're paying that 25% penalty, you're paying almost $9,000 in penalty, wow. plus you still have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So you're getting hit even more because if you forgot your RMD, you have to take last year's out plus the following year and now you're pushing yourself up in another tax bracket. So you gotta make sure to take it in the correct year. Um, there is a rule and I, I kind of usually stress against using it. And I just want to bring this up though. Uh, the RMD, uh, you actually have until the following year of, I think it's March or April, to take it on your first year only. Why I say I don't do it is because what happens is if you don't take it at 73 and you take the following year, then you're taking still two in that year. So I usually stress against not doing it, but sometimes it makes sense. If you build out a plan when we build out these uh, Tumul retirement checkups and seeing, okay, does it actually make sense doing something like that? Uh, like I said, usually doesn't, but you want to evaluate everything that you do, put a purpose behind these tax strategies so it gives you the best advantage for it. Investment advisory services provided through Tucker Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Tumulo Financial is independent of Tucker Asset Management.